How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Take a Wild Guess. This is the show where I tell you the story of an object, a place, a historical event, or a name, and you guess what I'm talking about. Do you know which is the most profitable song in history? Well, if you don't, maybe you can figure it out by the end of today's story. And even if you do not, you can always take a wild guess. So let's begin. Our story starts in the late 1800s in Louisville, Kentucky. It's the story of two sisters uh, named Patty and Mildred Hill. Now Patty Hill was a pretty successful woman. Not only was she the principal of the Louisville Experimental Kindergarten School, she was also one of the key founders of an association called NANE. which now exists as the National Association for Education of Young Children in the USA however she is best remembered as being the composer of a certain song this song is the most recognizable tune of all time okay so apart from being the most earning or the most profitable song it is also the most recognizable tune of all time and this was confirmed by guinness book of world records in 1990 The song has been translated in over 18 languages and most of us typically listen to this song at least once a year maybe more so you would expect such an old and popular song to be public property right well actually the song was copyrighted by the Warner Chappell Music Company in 1949 after that they started collecting royalty for public performance of the song So this basically means that people were not allowed to publicly perform this song in front of a large audience or people were not allowed to pay someone to perform this song without paying a royalty to Warner Chappell Company first. They also started collecting royalties for the use of this song in popular media in movies in TV shows things like that. Soon the song became one of the highest earning songs in the world. only basis the royalties that it collected so the thing about this song is that the context or the event in which this song is used is really specific by this i mean you don't usually hear this song at any other time than the specific event also at the same time usually the event that the song is used in is so ubiquitous it is so common place in movies or in tv series that it has become a trope now so to avoid paying thousands of dollars in royalties the media houses that produce these shows and movies instead of removing that particular scene from the show they came up with a workaround what they used to do was instead of using this specific song they started using a different song so much so that the different song that they started using soon became one of the most recognizable tunes in itself Now finally in 2014 after a 4 year long lawsuit the copyright for this song was revoked by the US court and now the company paid a huge 14 million dollar fine after which the song was finally made available in the public domain so that now anybody could use it without having to take permission or paying royalties to the Warner Chappell company so do you know what song they're talking about take a wild guess it is of course happy birthday to you a song that was for long 
replaced by he is a jolly good fellow in popular media and that is why if you look at any movies or tv shows which were produced before 2014 it there is a good chance that you will see people singing he is a jolly good fellow instead of happy birthday there so it is not that people actually sing a different song when cutting their cake in the usa it's just that they didn't want to pay a lot of royalty fees thank you for tuning in if you like the episode please subscribe and share it with your friends we will be back next week with another fascinating story till then this is take a wild guess stay safe thank you